Welcome to Disclaimers Aside, a podcast where I share the raw and honest stories of people in my community, Disclaimers Aside. I'm your host, Aisida Amadou, and let's dive into the episode. to another podcast episode today we're recording in my dorm today it's definitely going to be a lot better i'm going to be more in my element and more comfortable so two days ago the queen died and i just really quickly want to talk about it on disclaimers aside i don't always talk about current events just because honestly as a college student i really should get better at keeping up with current events but i'm not the best with keeping up with current events last year i had a class where the professor would have us read articles from the New York Times every day and I feel like I have never felt like more of a smart individual and I told myself after that class ended that I would keep up with reading New York Times articles but I never did so hopefully I can get back into it slash watching the news because it is important to know about what's going on in the world but a few days ago the Queen of England passed away at the age of 96 and it was really interesting to see a lot of people's reactions especially on social media because there were two kinds of main reactions there are people that are absolutely heartbroken um really just mourning her death as if they lost someone in their family because those are their values and then we have a lot of people especially Gen Z the Gen Z generation essentially really just taking a step back and looking at the full picture and seeing how the Queen of England as the head of the English Empire has done so much damage to the world honestly with colonization and everything like that. Obviously like any person's death is a tragedy and is a sad thing but I think also this is another moment where people are kind of like taking a step back and looking at the English monarchy and seeing how much damage has been done by this family and how the Queen of England was an active participant and part of colonization for the past hundred years. It's not like she was a bystander to it. It, She was a part of that system and a part of that process and a supporter of it and a leader of it. And so I think it's just like a healthy reminder, you know, to remember how corrupt the English monarchy is, especially to the world and we're not talking about just like colonization in just one continent it's multiple continents so many countries so much damage and these countries are still healing from the impacts of colonization so this is just a healthy reminder especially during all of this discourse i'm sorry if you guys can hear the sirens you guys are gonna hear probably a little bit of the sounds of the city as we're recording because i'm in berkeley but this episode is not about the queen of england This episode is titled When You're 21 But Can't Drink because I recently turned 21. My birthday is actually September 1st, 2001. I'm a Virgo for anyone that doesn't know. I feel like I definitely embody the Virgo traits. Actually, let me look up the Virgo traits real quick so we can actually like run through these real quick and see. I found an article that has like 20 different traits. We're just going to go through a few of these. Hardworking, definitely definitely agree with that one action takers i i don't know about that one artistic nature easily angered is not someone that i is not a trait that i feel like i have sociable perfectionist nature observant patient overthinking stubborn interesting i think usually like what i hear from 
most stuff about Virgos is that Virgos are very chill, which I feel like I'm a pretty chill person. Anyways, disclaimers aside, my unpopular opinion for this week is that other people's birthdays are more fun than your own. I'll get into this like when we really get into the episode of why, but I feel like a lot of the times with birthdays, with my own birthdays in the past, I just kind of ruin them for them for myself sometimes in my head because I feel like when you go into, when you have these like high expectations of your birthday being a certain way and those expectations are not fulfilled, you can easily get disappointed. And I think also just like, the pressure of planning out a birthday for myself and like making my day go the way that I want is just kind of a lot. So I always just enjoy other people's birthday, showering them with gifts and love. All right, let's dive into the polls for this week. So as usual, I'm gonna be putting these this or that polls over on the podcast Instagram. If you guys aren't following disclaimers aside on Instagram, you guys definitely should. The link to it is always in the show notes be a part of the community. First one is big or small birthdays. I, I'm the type of person where I really don't like having or throwing big parties because I just don't like the attention on me. So I'm gonna have to put, say, small birthdays for myself, but I like going to other people's birthday parties that are bigger. Taylor Swift versus Olivia Rodrigo. Recently, I was, I think I was listening to a podcast, but someone was saying that they feel like Olivia Rodrigo is like this generation, like Gen Z's version of Taylor Swift. And I cannot agree with that more. I feel like the, t- the lyricism between like t- Olivia Rodrigo's music and Taylor Swift's music is very, very similar. I was not a Swifty. Actually, when I was really, really young, I really liked Taylor Swift music, but I feel like as I grew older, I kind of grew out of her music. By the time I was in high school, I was not really a Taylor Swift fan. I just don't feel like I connect to her music. I think I understand why people like her music, but I just feel like when I listen to her music, I don't feel anything. And I feel like to fully enjoy an artist's music you have to like feel something or be moved by it next one is sweatshirts versus crewnecks i came up with this poll because my friend sophia actually is starting a new business with her with our other friend medica from uc santa cruz it's called Pashmom. i'm gonna have the link to the instagram in the show notes i reposted it also on my disclaimers aside account but you guys should go give it a follow it's really cool. It's going to be inspired by Iranian culture and the designs are going to be coming out soon. They're going to be dropping soon, but definitely go follow the Instagram for like all of the information on that. So you can be the first one in line to get your hands on a sweatshirt when it drops. But sweatshirts versus crewnecks. I personally, as a hijabi, I have to always vote crewnecks because I feel like the hoodie is just so unnecessary when I already have a hijab and it's just out of the way. And I just like the smooth look and feel of a crew neck. Next one is Coke versus Pepsi. I'm not a soda gal. Actually, my favorite soda is ginger ale. But I think between the two, I like Coke a little bit better. Twilight versus The Vampire Diaries. I wasn't the type of person to grow up with Twilight in my life. So I feel like I don't have that added level of like nostalgia. But I really, really love The Vampire Diaries. I've seen the whole show, like season one to season eight, cover to cover, two times which is a lot because it is a long series, but I go back and rewatch episodes or rewatch seasons all the time. And I just feel such a deep connection to the series. I love it so much. It's one of my favorite TV shows, definitely a TV show that's going to be like a part of my life for a long time. So I have to go with the Vampire Diaries. Go on the Instagram, vote on these polls. I'd love to hear what you guys think.
So in last week's episode, I mentioned that my friends and I were going to a weekend concert and that I would give you guys the recap in this week's episode. Honestly, it was the best and worst night of my life probably. Leading up to it, it was really, really stressful. So basically this was me and my friend's first concert i basically went with two friends actually it was all three of our first times going to a concert so we really didn't know going into it what to expect or anything like that but we just knew based on our tickets that we bought that the concert was supposed to start at 6 30. the concert was in santa clara i'm in berkeley they have this thing called the bart which is just bay area rapid transport and it's basically like a subway system it's really convenient so we were gonna take the bart to santa clara or as close as possible to santa clara as we could because santa clara is like a over an hour away and then with traffic obviously because of the concert it's a lot longer and so we were going to leave a few hours beforehand so we'd get there on time you know get to the venue check things out maybe look at the merch settle down get there on time we wanted to leave i think at like 4 originally or 4 30 but then my third friend really flaked we ended up not leaving for the concert until 6 30 it was a really bad situation the uber had trouble finding us and we probably had like the worst uber ride of our lives we were waiting on someone else who was going to come and uber with us instead of boarding and then split the price between four but then she ended up trying to bring like another person that she didn't tell us about and she was late too so she made us even more late it was just a really bad situation and the entire drive from Berkeley to Santa Clara, I was just sitting in the car and I went silent. Cause like when I get mad or when I get really stressed, I just get, go quiet. And that's like my response to things because my philosophy is like, I don't wanna say something that I'm gonna regret while I'm angry. I would rather just like let myself, you know, get mad, cool down and then start talking. So I just went quiet in the car. My friends were laughing about it afterwards, but they were like, yeah, we could tell you were really, mad because you went quiet and that's what i did i sit in my little corner i was just sitting there stressing this is our first concert i was really excited to see the weekend i love the weekend i had been like looking forward to this experience for a long time and the whole time we're like damn we're missing the concert like it basically took over an hour it took like an hour and a half to get there and then once we got closer to the actual venue there was like bumper to bumper traffic and so we ended up just like getting out of the uber a mile away and walking the distance like the remaining distance to the actual concert and the whole time i'm stressed because one of my other roommates was going as well but she was going with her sister and she's been to the stadium she's been to concerts before and i asked her like when do they usually close the gates and she was saying 7 7 30 and then one of my other friends that was coming with us had some friends that were already at the venue that were saying like hurry up hurry up they're gonna close the gates at seven and mind you our estimated time of arrival was at 7 45 so i was really sad honestly it was a combination of anger and sadness because in my head i was thinking like i could have avoided all of this i was on time like i got ready on time and everything like that and just it's not a fun feeling you know like i've been looking forward to this experience i've had been really excited for it and i was like i'm not about to miss this concert another added layer of stress that happened was on our way there we realized that their bag policy is that you can't bring a bag that is larger than the size of your hand 
And mind you, I brought with me my little coach baguette bag. If you guys have seen the vlogs, maybe you've seen it, but this baguette bag, it's super cute, had all my stuff in it, but it was definitely larger than the size of my hand. And mind you, I was stressing because people were saying that there's no way to check in any bags and we Ubered. So there was actually no way for me to like put this bag in a car or something while we were in the concert. That was the least of my concerns. At that point, I was just trying to at least get into the concert, okay? We get out of the car. My One of my friends gets a call from her other friend who's in the venue that's like, you need to get in here. Like, you need to get in. They're gonna close the gates. We're stressing. We're running, um, trying to make it in time. And then I see this whole wave of people walking towards the concert. And then this couple that like, passes by is like yeah the openers are just running like abel is not even gonna come out until 9 p.m i'm like 9 p.m because my, i was under the impression the concert starts at 6 30 the openers go for maybe like max like 30 minutes to 45 minutes and then the weekend comes out and the concert's gonna be over by nine so at this point it's almost eight and i'm thinking i'm sitting out here thinking that we missed like the entire concert to think the whole time in the car we were stressing and the weekend doesn't even come out at nine so anyways it was a relief like a huge relief like i literally my my mood completely changed i was like oh my god i was so happy because i really did not want to miss this concert like we did not just uber all the way to santa clara and go through all of this to not go to this concert we get to bag check though and they basically say yeah your bag cannot make it through and we don't have any place to check your bag and so me and my friend both had a bag that could not make it through they were like the only thing you can do is like hide it in the bushes over there and come back for it after we hide our bags in the bushes i basically empty out my bag they gave me a clear bag and then i hide my baguette bag in the bushes i really really tried to put it in a really good hiding place like i literally went in the bushes saw a ledge went past the ledge found a ditch and then put them in the ditch and then honestly made dua that inshallah after this concert this bag the our bags would still be there because i really did not want to lose this we make it through the security and then one of the other security guards once we've finally hidden our stuff decides to taunt i don't know what he was doing like taunting us or what decides to tell us oh yeah when you guys go in the concert like the police are gonna go through the bushes and they're gonna take everything and we're like what and he's like yeah people try to hide their stuff in the bushes but you know the police police check because we have to check for bombs you know like you're not, you guys aren't gonna be able to find your stuff afterwards and at this point my friends are like oh my god why would he wait to tell us this but honestly at that point there was nothing else we could have done even if we had known that even if we had known that going in what were we gonna do we didn't have a car that we could put it in so i'm like it'll be there when we get back you know we did not go through the entire this entire ordeal to have this happen to us so i'm like at this point i did everything that i could to get into this concert i'm gonna go inside i'm gonna enjoy this concert so we go inside we got tickets for the 400th section so it was like really 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 far away from the main stage but since everyone was kind of like floating in we went in to kind of like closer to the stage check out the seats and then went up to our actual seats right before the show started finding our seats was kind of an ordeal but we got to our seats in time right at nine o'clock when abel was about to come out it was actually crazy i took a lot of videos i made a tiktok of it and then i also posted a vlog on my youtube channel last weekend so if you guys 
want to go see some of the visuals check out the the vlog hopefully it doesn't get copyrighted even though we had really far away seats the actual venue was really really cool and the performance was really good like abel is actually such a great performer and i think that's why his concerts are so popular it was just it was a full experience he had these like nuns dressed in red cloaks it actually kind of reminded me of the handmaid's tale i don't know what the purpose of that was but it was so good we had these bracelets that would light up during certain certain songs it lit, lit up like i would say like two or three times and then it lit up for the last song my favorite transition was between hurricane and the hills such a good transition he had fire going off it was crazy overall like as soon as the music started like that was when things completely changed and i remember like the whole night i was thinking to myself like even if even if i like make it through security even if you know we actually end up going to this concert and actually being able to see this concert I was so upset, I was so mad, that I was like, how am I gonna actually enjoy tonight? You know, like, I spent, like, basically $200 for, like, the cheapest tickets, and then obviously, like, $100 in Ubers, and I'm thinking to myself, how am I actually gonna enjoy this night? Especially since, like, we spent, I feel like I spent a lot of money to go to this concert. I feel like concerts are just so expensive, you know? Especially as a broke college student, like, I would love to go to more concerts, but they're just so expensive. But as soon as the music went off, it's like it's like Abel put us under a spell. His concert was really, really good. And one thing I want to say is that everything happens for a reason, you guys. Because I originally, this summer, was planning on going... Or this past spring, I was planning on going to his LA concert. Right? Because I'm from Orange County. And then things changed because I ended up having to go to UC Berkeley instead of going to UCLA. And so my semester starts a little bit different, like a little bit earlier. So I wasn't able to go to the LA concert because of my move-in date. And turns out like a couple weeks later, this past weekend was the LA concert where he lost his voice. And people, basically he's giving like people the choice to either re like reschedule their tickets. So he's going to come back to LA at a future date or get their money back. And I was going to go to that concert if I hadn't gone into UC Berkeley. So that's that was just another one of those situations where I was like, things always work out the, the way they are meant to. Because if I had gone to the LA concert, I wouldn't have been able to come back to LA to see the show again. So anyways, the concert was such a fun experience. But that's that is kind of why I would say it was like, the worst and best night of my life because terrible leading up to it but it was so much fun during it and i'm honestly so glad that i went and i had a really fun time it was just truly a, a great experience one of the best like the best first concert experience that i could ask for let's get into the actual episode today what i did for my birthday so my birthday was on September 1st. It landed on a Thursday, but I have classes Monday through Friday, so I didn't actually do anything on the actual day of my birthday. My roommates were really cute, and like at midnight, they set a little countdown, and Sophia gave me my birthday present. But we pretty much 
waited until Friday night to go to dinner. It was actually interesting because Young Nudie came to UC Berkeley for a concert on that day. Sophia and I met up with like a friend from Santa Cruz who was like in the area visiting and we all went to the Young Nudie concert. It was really bad. Like Young Nudie is not a good performer. He would basically just like play his music and play other music like he played Travis Scott and Playboy Cardi and he would just say like, put your hands up, yeah. Yeah, like he wasn't even like actually performing, I feel like. It was good for the vibes and it was also free. So I'm not out here gonna complain because, you know, UC Berkeley put this on for free. That was on my actual birthday. And then we went to dinner at this place called Freehouse in Berkeley. It's on Frat Row. Honestly, zero out of 10 do not recommend. Not only was the customer service not good, the food was not that, was not good. We got burgers and fries and the fries came out cold. And the reason why we went there was because they had mocktails and I really wanted to get a picture of myself with a mocktail so I could post on my story. I had actually a, a caption planned. I was gonna do a 20, 21st birthday post on Instagram, but then I just ended up posting on my stories because I felt like the pictures just went better on my stories. But my caption that I had planned in my head beforehand was, the irony of when a muzzy turns 21 because you know when you turn 21 in america you can legally drink but then when as muslims we're not supposed to drink so i got that picture i posted it on my story and then yeah it was a really it was still a really good night i didn't have cake on my birthday because i am not really a huge fan of cake i'm really just indifferent to cake i personally i do like cheesecake and i like ice cream cake but i'm really picky when it comes to like actual cake i do like red velvet though and chocolate cake is good it just depends on like how it's made you know because i feel like cake can be really dry then the next day on saturday my friend my roommates and i took the bart for the first time to san francisco and like spent the day in san francisco our experience taking the bar for the first time was actually really funny we took the bar the wrong direction and started going towards san jose instead of san francisco and we were like 20 minutes towards San Jose when Sophia realized that she had navigated us in the wrong direction. So we got off the bar and went the right direction. I vlogged all of that, so that'll be in a future vlog coming to YouTube soon. If you guys aren't subscribed to my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Amadou. We went to San Francisco. We didn't go to Union Square where everyone says to go. I really want to go back another time and like actually go there because People really like Union Square. Apparently there's like a lot of shopping and restaurants and things. Instead, we Ubered to this other shopping complex where they had like shops and restaurants. They had like a Revolve or was it? No, I think it was a Reformation. They had like a Bagu. They had a Brandy Melville um, and just a bunch of other restaurants. And then we were meeting up with another friend who was visiting from Santa Cruz and we got lunch with him and it was just really nice. We caught up um he drove us back to campus which was really nice we showed him around berkeley a little bit and that was that was the day honestly it was just like a chill day i am not a huge fan of big birthday parties for myself i am more i'm more like smaller birthdays so it was really fun it was just like you know an opportunity to spend time with friends and i think birthdays are interesting because i feel like ages a lot of the times can these milestones and I'm the type of person I've said this in previous podcast episodes but I always find myself either living in the past or the future so like I'll romanticize the past and I'll just be constantly looking forward to the future and a lot of the times this just make causes me to not live in the present so that, that's something that I've been trying to work on in these past coming past few years 
but I always was the type of person to like look forward to the next milestone and you know it was like being able to get my permit at 15 or being able to drive at 16 being able to re watch rated r horror films at 17 and then being be becoming an adult legally at 18 but i feel like after you turn 21 there aren't any more major milestones like this is what my friend sophia was saying the other day is like after 21 like i, I mean obviously 25 is a cool number because it's like you know you're you're a quarter of a century old but after you turn 21 there's really nothing to look forward to in that sense of like oh when i turn this age like this will be a possibility i think milestones are important because they can mark your life like chapters and kind of signal the end or the beginning of an era but i also think that just because you don't have any milestones to look forward to it doesn't mean that you shouldn't feel like there's a lot of promise in your future I want to talk really quickly about some of my favorite and least favorite birthdays from the past. I thought about this. I wrote down a few birthdays. Let's start with my sixth birthday. This was a really fun birthday. I remember my mom really planned something really cute and invited all of our family friends over. And growing up, I was not allowed to ever have sleepovers. So this was like the first and only time she let me sleep over at a family friend's house. I still cannot believe this happened, but that was a really cool experience. And my mom has really cute pictures from that birthday. My ninth birthday was a surprise birthday, and this was really fun. That was like one of the few times in my life I actually got a surprise birthday. Essentially what happened was my mom was planning to have my birthday at Chuck E. Cheese, but then I started acting up because I was kind of like a bad kid growing up, or I just kind of like acted up, you know. And so then my mom told me she canceled my birthday as punishment, but then turned out she actually had it planned and i don't remember if she actually did it on my actual birthday or a different birthday because i feel like from what i remember she told us we were going to a family friend's house and then she made me close my eyes for whatever reason and then all of a sudden we were at chuck e cheese so i feel like maybe it wasn't actually celebrated on my actual birthday because i feel like if it was i would have like been a little sus but i just remember that one sticking out to me because i wasn't expecting that at all my 16th birthday was probably one of my least favorite birthdays it was like my sweet 16 i went through this phase when i was like 15 where i wanted to have this like really big like extravagant sweet 16 and if you're not american you probably are not familiar with this concept but um it's very much like a thing in american culture for people to have like these really big lavish like 16th birthday parties like people will get venues it's like low-key like a little wedding and you get like a formal dress and everything and I don't know I was in my like YouTube white girl era where I just wanted to have like a sweet 16 uh without the finances to back it so I had like a birthday at home and I like wore a dress but I just felt like because my expectations were so unreasonable I just did not end up enjoying my birthday that day so looking back after that birthday i was like i need to i need to reframe the way that i think and look at birthdays my 18th birthday was also not a fun one because i got into a fight with my mom but she put together such a cute video that's on youtube actually it was actually like a complete su surprise it was one of my favorite birthday presents i've ever gotten but essentially she like contacted one of my friends and asked my friend to like reach out to like my friends at school and have them like take a little video of them saying happy birthday and she put it together and edited it into a video and then she had my sister like do the editing and it was really cool she actually even like asked some of my teachers and stuff 
to actually be in the video so it was really cool this was like before the pandemic hit so i feel like it's just like a cool video to look back on my 19th birthday was also one of my favorites that was the year that i decided i wanted to get my double piercing so i got my double piercing and then my friends threw me a surprise euphoria themed birthday party it was really cool the timing of it was perfect because i had just seen euphoria season one like right before my birthday and they literally were like oh let's hang out i told them i didn't want to do anything like i didn't want anything they were like let's hang out and boom they surprised me at a park it was when like the whole thing in the pandemic was to like meet up at a park and hang out and it was just like a basically a pandemic park euphoria themed birthday it was really fun my 20th birthday was also one of my favorites i was really really looking forward to turning 20 i think honestly that is the birthday that i've looked forward to the most because i've always just wanted to be in my 20s like i feel like being in your 20s is just like such an era even though it's just a number and it's all you know in your head i feel like just like being in your 20s like it it's an era that's how i look at it but i was really excited to turn 20 and um i basically for that birthday I just went to the spectrum with my close friends and we had dinner and we went shopping and i dressed in a really cute top it was really fun also i vlogged the whole thing and then i my footage got corrupted so i it never actually became a vlog so i never posted a vlog on it but i still had a lot of fun and you know i get to cherish that memory as my own So this episode is titled, When You're 21 But Can't Drink. But I do want to clarify that even though can't does imply that I would want to drink, it's not something that I actually want to do. I just want to make it really clear that drinking is something that I personally do not want to do. I choose to not drink for a multitude of reasons. Obviously, the main one being religious beliefs, but I think there is this culture in America of all of like a majority of the excitement in turning 21 so that you can buy or drink alcohol but i don't think that that means that just because you choose not to drink that you can't enjoy your 21st birthday and that as a whole when you are in your 20s that you can't have fun i think it's just important that if you choose to not drink that you unlearn the media's association of drinking as equaling fun because in all of the movies and the tv shows that we watch this culture around drinking is what is equated with having fun and living your life and if you don't redefine that sense of fun as equating drinking you're subconsciously holding yourself from actually having fun there is more to the world than drinking and if you associate drinking with just having fun, I think you're holding yourself back from that. So now I wanna talk about some of the things, some of the lessons that I've learned in this past year. I actually, one of my favorite years was when I turned 17, I did a video on YouTube called the 17 things I've learned in my 17 years of life. So this is kind of like a rendition of that, but I didn't have 21 lessons. So I just listed, let's see, one, two, three, four, I listed six things here six life lessons from my book of wisdom first one life is too short not to do things for you and what I mean by this is like in high school a lot of the times like it can be so easy to join clubs or volunteer or do things 
just to get into college and I think even if you do fall into that culture in high school I think once you graduate high school you need to like redefine that and rewire your brain and unlearn that and just start doing things because you want to or you have a genuine passion for them because our time on this in this life is not is is not for certain it's not for certain that we're gonna get like a full life not everyone lives you know up to 100 years not everyone is the queen of england and so you need to start living your life as if your days are numbered because they are numbered and you never know when you're gonna leave i think it's just important because in the past i definitely felt guilty to this especially in high school where like i would just I don't know like do I would hold myself back from doing things and also just do certain things because I wanted to get into a good college and I completely eradicated that when I went to college when I went to college I was like I'm only gonna do things because I genuinely want to do them or I'm can I genuinely see benefit in me gaining something from it and I feel like your life is just so much more enriching when you actually do that Next one is you never stop growing. There's this perception of like you go through maturation when you're 13 to 17 or whatever the years are and that once you pass your 20s and 30s you have to have your whole life figured out and you can't learn and grow from it. But I think from observing observing like people in my family, I definitely see how like you can go through a lot of tremendous change and growth even past 30 years old and it's not just when you're in your 20s or in your teens next thing is that you can learn from more than just school like you can learn a lot of lessons outside the classroom some of the greatest lessons that i feel like i've learned in my life are from movies i feel like just movies and tv shows like touch you in a lot of ways that a formal academic education doesn't really touch and also books books can really teach you a lot obviously like watch movies and tv shows for enjoyment but also like look out for those life lessons that you can kind of learn from because i think when you're watching a movie you almost like get the opportunity to like live in someone's shoes like you get to almost like live another person's life and you get to experience the other person making mistakes without having to deal with the consequences of you making those same mistakes so you can kind of learn lessons the easier way rather than the hard way next one is that positive and uplifting workplace environments actually matter we as a society as a capitalist society here in america we need to get better at like reframing the workplace workplace environments especially in like corporate america or if you're working like especially like minimum wage jobs for like corporations like restaurants and things the primary objective of those jobs when they are to drive sales can a lot of the times as a result not really think about or focus on the needs of the employees and i think there's this notion sometimes that if you are taking into consideration the needs of your workers or your employees that that might in some way result in the quality of work going down but i think that when there is this healthy workplace environment that actually better work comes out of it rather than worse i really learned this from my time interning at the women's center at ucsc because i feel like my bosses there like really cared a lot about our capacities and our mental health especially as full-time students and they were always checking in with our capacity but that wasn't something that pushed us to kind of like be lazier and take on less work and not 
bring as much passion and dedication to the role. Like we still wanted to put our best work forward for this organization because we genuinely cared and we felt like our needs and our lives and our aspirations mattered. And I think that is important and that brings a lot of value. So looking for those workplace environments and what this means is like when you're doing job job interviews, actually asking about what the workplace environment is like is important. They always ask you in an interview, like, do you have any questions for me? That, that is the opportunity when you should be asking about that. Next one is that sometimes being charming and charismatic will take you further in life. I think there's this, like, with the American dream, like, the fake notion of the American dream or whatever that's sold to us by the media that, like, you, you just need to work hard and you'll get you'll get far. But obviously there is more to it than that. And one of the aspects that I've noticed a lot in my life is that a lot of the times the people that are more charming and the people, the people persons in the room actually get a lot further than the people who actually may be smarter or have done more work. And so as much as it's hard, especially as introverts, you have to like hone in your social skills and you have to really work on being able to communicate with people and being able to hold a conversation with people like that is one of the most important skills of your life and like being able to just like have a conversation with anyone it's not gonna happen overnight but this is something that you can like practice a lot because it will be valuable in whatever industry you go into last one is that not everything that happens to you will have a perfect perfect explanation something that i say a lot is everything happens for a reason but this past year i've realized i've come to realize upon reflection that sometimes things just happen with no explanation and it's not going to be very clear like why something happened in your life and that's totally okay you don't always have to have a reason or an explanation or like a tangible benefit that something has had in your life so what am i looking forward to at 21 I just kind of did some reflecting and I have a couple things that I listed. These aren't all like, these aren't necessarily inherently tied to the age 21, but I think it's just like, this is my outlook going into my 20s. First one is me becoming more independent. I've always been someone who's craved independence and I, and as a college student, I don't fully feel independent. I feel like one foot in the door one foot out the door i think a lot of the times in your 20s though you can feel this pressure to be fully independent what i mean by this is like emotionally and financially especially when you turn on your tv and you see kind of where other 20 year olds are in your life it's really hard especially with like social media and like influencer culture and seeing how people at younger and younger ages are buying their first house so it's important to like ease into independence like at your own pace I feel like going to college, especially going to college far away, has really pushed me to grow in my independence a lot. I was having a conversation with this about one of my roommates because she's a transfer student and so this is like her first year on campus and that first year when you move on campus, there's a lot that's happening all at once. It's like you're getting used to like a fully new environment, full course load, and also you have to basically be like an adult without as many of the pressures if you're living on campus but you will grow a lot in your independence and people grow at different paces and so if it takes you a little extra time that is that is totally okay just go at it at your own pace 
another thing that I'm really looking forward to is having the means to like actualize your dreams. So if you want to start a business, you have the age, you have the experience, you have the connections if you're in college right now, like so many people that you're coming across every single day that you can that can help you in whatever avenue you need. So go for it. You still have the youth of your childhood, but then you also have this added layer of maturity that's kind of developing at this age. And I think also, too, there is something to be said about the fact that when you're in this college setting, everyone around you is kind of kind of has that same growth mindset of like, I'm hustling, I'm trying to build a life and build a future for myself. And that inherently does motivate you in a lot of ways. Another thing that I definitely look forward to as I grow older is the ability to choose who you want in your life and who you don't want in your life because a lot of the times like growing up in primary school it's like you lived in your little small town you went to school with the same people since kindergarten or whatever and you had this forced proximity to people but after you graduate high school after you become an adult you have no obligation to keep certain people in your life so if someone's not fulfilling what they need to be fulfilling in your life if you have someone who's toxic in your life or who's just not being a good friend cut them out of your life or if you don't want to do it that drastically because you don't always have to cut someone else put distance between yourself between um yourself and someone else who is just not being a good friend why are you wasting your time with this person in your life that is not adding value that doesn't care about you in the same way that you care about them when you are an adult you get to choose who you want in your life and you can choose a more tight-knit circle of people that bring value in your life that bring joy that bring happiness that bring peace so do that make sure your closest circle of friends are people that bring light to your life because you've spent too much time in your life being forced to be surrounded by people that don't don't waste a single minute another thing is getting closer to post-grad and kind of like thinking about what i want my next steps to be i don't have post-grad like fully planned out but it's something that i definitely think about a lot as i am someone who like looks forward to the future a lot and at this point like i know i want to take a gap year after undergrad before law school and i know that i want to go to law school but do I know the specifics? Do I want to know where I want to go to law school and where I want to live and exactly what kind of law I want to practice and all of that? No. And I'm not putting that pressure on myself yet because I feel like that would just be putting myself in a box at this point. That's something that I wish like I had went into, you know, the college application process before, like with more of an open mind. And I think just learning from my experiences, like you can never really plan where you're gonna end up or where you're gonna go like you can do your best to plan but at the end of the day like as i like to say god has another plan so another thing that i look forward to in my 20s is kind of like the respect that comes with age while everyone as a human well most people deserve respect i think that a lot of the times as a society people respect you naturally more when you're older and with with age you you gain respect um now do i think that's completely valid and completely right i don't think that you know necessarily like a 50 year old versus a 30 year old like the maturity levels could be completely different i don't think it's necessarily like growth is linear when it comes to age but it is also nice i think gaining more respect from adults and getting more gaining more affirmations from adults Because I think when you're younger and you say you want to do something or you have this dream, 
I feel like adults are more likely to kind of shut it down or just kind of say, oh, you're young, you don't know what you actually want. When I think that sometimes people that are young actually do want, know what they want. And I think it's okay to have a dream like that. But it's it, it does become easier, I think, with age because I feel like people are more, people take you more seriously when you say what you want to do with your life. The last thing that I'm looking forward to is traveling more on my own. This is definitely not going to happen like while I'm in college. It's definitely going to have to be like a post-grad thing because like right now my main priority is school. But I got the experience, um, the really cool experience last year to like fly by myself to DC. And I did, I talked about that in the Michelle Obama podcast episode. So if you haven't seen, listened to that one, scroll back in the archives it's one of the first podcast episodes that I released but it was such a great experience and I think I learned a lot I think traveling alone teaches you a lot and I've I've always wanted to go on solo trips I've always wanted to take trips you know with my cousins I've always wanted to take trips with friends so that is something that in my 20s I'm definitely looking forward to I guess the last thing that I want to touch on in this episode is like aging as a woman or women female identifying I think society looks at aging or society just yeah perpetuates a lot of negativity as you age for women like I think a lot of what society values in women comes with youth and so I think like the whole saying of like when people say like you'll be in your 20s you're the prettiest you'll ever be and it's really hard um especially going back to the media i talk about the media a lot in podcast episodes because i think it has such a pervasive impact on the way that we see see ourselves and the way that we see the world but even when you look at the media it barely has representation of women over the age of 40 usc did a study on the representation in men of men and women over the age of 40 in the media and i will link this exact study if you want to like read more about it and the research in the in the show notes of this episode but essentially they found out that the characters over the age of 40 78.6 percent of them were men versus the 21.4 percent female characters the older women being depicted in the media also just aren't given as complex character development or plots as their younger counterparts we barely get representation of older women having these like complex storylines where they're still learning and growing and self-discovering, which is very, very unrealistic in comparison to how the actual real world works. And I think the importance of this and the impact of this is that subconsciously that signals to you as a viewer that as a woman or a female identifying person that your life ends when you turn 40, that your life lacks meaning or value once you turn 40. And I think it's really, really harmful that's something that I'm trying to unlearn myself and I I learned a lot just kind of from seeing my mom and how she matured because um I definitely saw that like from 30 to 40 my mom's in her uh, late 40s but from 30 to 40 30 to 40 my mom grew a lot and she became very open-minded and a lot more chill and lax and that really like seeing that I guess growing up really showed me that like you do not stop growing after your 20s like you're constantly constantly learning and growing as long as you have an open mind and that's that's one of the biggest importance of importances of having an open mind is so that you can be that sponge to absorb things and grow so anyways that is today's episode i hope you guys enjoyed 
I'm so happy to be 21 inshallah I always look at growing as like a positive thing I feel like like there's a whole thing of don't ask a woman her age ask me my age at any point in my life because I feel like there is such beauty that comes with age I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. Make sure to check out the show notes to check out the study that I mentioned, as well as my other social media platforms. Go watch my first college week in my life at UC Berkeley and see the concert footage because it was really a really fun experience. I will chat with you guys in my next episode. Bye. My friend, I'm-